When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the full-time report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. The home for MLS in Atlanta. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome into the full-time report here on 92.9 The Game. It is Abe Gordon and it is Garrett Chapman here. And United, victorious in their first time taking the field. It is a 2-1 win over the Birmingham Legion. Garrett mm-hmm. Chapman, we sat and watched the game in the bullpen mm-hmm. there. Appreciate you hooking up that High-powered HDMI, <laughs> throwing it out there. Uh, just some initial reactions. We're going to get into man of the match. We're going to get into some of the positives and negatives. But overall, just your first thoughts on what we saw out there today. They, they look good. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like a 2-1 win is a 2-1 win. And I understand the. it's hard to really take large-scale reactions from a preseason game against Birmingham. But... You don't want to make a season-long declaration yet? I don't want to make any declarations yet, but at the end of the day, the team looked good, and and especially the starting group. You know, like that that first group that we saw out there, they got the 2-0 lead. Um, The the first group that was out there, Yorgos Yorgos Yakamakis had had a beautiful finish, uh, and Firmino had a gorgeous goal on his own as well. And, And look, the defense looked good. The midfield looked good. They looked calm. I think that's what Jason Longshore, the, 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 the adjective that he used to describe that first unit, calm. The second unit looked a little uh, unsteady on the backside. I, I wasn't super thrilled with some of the things that I saw, and we're, we're going to discuss some of that stuff right here on uh, the full-time report. But ultimately, they, they, get, they go out with a win. They're healthy. They look good. I'm good. Yeah, a couple things you mentioned to follow up on. The first unit that played the first 30 minutes, they do get the Boom Yakamakis. Anytime we get a Boom Yakamakis, it's going to be a good day across <laughs> Atlanta. Uh, not only did we get one, but it also came in a victory, be it preseason friendly or not. But, look, th- this is a unit that came out and controlled against the uh, inferior side. A- and no disrespect to the Birmingham Legion and what they put out there on the field. But this is an MLS squad that is looking to improve upon uh, 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 what they did a year ago. We we both believe that they can. We'll get into that throughout portions of the show as well. But th- this is a squad that through 30 minutes, you're, for the most part, most of your starters, right? Mm-hmm. You're out Tiago Almada, who's away with Argentina. Yeah. You've got a visa issue with Bartosz Leach, and you got Caleb Wiley banged up a little bit. He's sidelined. But for the mm-hmm. most part, you're dealing with it, what, seven or eight. We'll get into the, uh, the, the goalie situation as well, right? So you had most likely seven or eight of your first-team starters out there, and you controlled the game. You dominated that portion of the game, and that's what you're supposed to do. So that is something that is good to see from that aspect of it. You mentioned the middle part of the game. A brand-new 11 comes in. You make the switch from Guzan to Josh Cohen. He gets a little work. Guz didn't have much to do, but Cohen does get some work under his belt there. Made a couple of good saves, but that is the portion of the match in which the goal came. We'll, we'll, we'll break that down. We've got some highlights for you mm-hmm. in a couple of minutes. We've also got some critical thoughts on what led to that goal uh, from Enzo Martinez in, in a little bit. And then we get in that interesting portion, Garrett, 
with the last group of players, the mm-hmm. final 11, a lot of young guys, a lot of youth, uh, but a lot of guys who really wanted to make their mark. And there were a couple of guys that stood out to me, a couple of guys that stood out to you, and most importantly, uh, when a push games to shove and when players went for it at the end, they did not concede. No. And they held the 2-1 lead that they were given into that final 30. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing for me is, like, when this group came out, this is effectively just a group of U-17s playing against guys who are, you know, twice their – not twice their age, but they're significantly older, you know. And, and this is a professional squad that they were going up against, against a, really a U-17 squad. And they didn't concede, like you mentioned. They looked a little shaky at times, but you know what? At the end of the day, they're playing a more experienced They also side. looked dangerous at times, but too. They, but they had opportunities. They had opportunities, especially Ashton Gordon at the top. He was playing in the nine position, and he was one of the guys who I specifically mentioned at the beginning of the show that I was going to be keeping my eye on. And he had a couple of opportunities in the final third in this match, in the final 30 minutes of this one. But really, it was their physicality. They didn't back down against a bigger side when – they, they, it got tough for him in the very end of that match. It was a wet field. They played physically, and they played well. Yorgos Yakimakis, as we mentioned, puts one home in the 20th minute. Nick Firmino, uh, and I want to talk about his goal at some point, maybe after we get yeah. to the highlight next segment. Something specific I saw just in that finish that I really appreciated. Uh, as a rec-level goalkeeper, he would have made me look stupid as well <laughs> on that. But I, I, I want to get to our man of the match. And of before we uh, let you give us who we uh, decided to be that guy, uh, a couple of notes about man of the match. Over the course of the season, we're going to keep a running tally. Uh, this year and see who ends up at the end of the season winning most man of the matches. I think it'll be something interesting to keep an eye on as we get. So we'll be sure to keep you updated on those standings as we go. We're not going to keep track week by week here in the preseason, but uh, when we do start the season by Columbus, we are going to have a running tally and see how it plays itself out by the end of the season. Yeah. Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon here. It is the full-time report. It is now time for our man of the match. Garrett who did you select? Derek Williams, the center back, the new acquisition that they brought in. A very experienced player. He had the assist to Yorgos Yakamakis for that first goal of the match. I can also give a, a, an honorable mention to, to Steon Gregerson. Uh, he showed off some really good speed. He showed some calmness in the final in the back third in front of Brad Guzan. There's a reason that Brad Guzan uh, didn't really get threatened at all. It's because of Gregerson in front of him. He he played with consistency. He held the ball, and he played it forward really effectively. So one thing that we wanted to see coming into this match, and especially coming into this season, is more consistency with defending. Because last year, this is a unit that allowed a lot of goals. You cannot concede the amount of goals that you did last year and expect to be a top-four team in the Eastern Conference. I understand the offense is going to be there, but I wanted to see something from the center backs in particular, the two new additions. And and Derek Williams and Steon Gregerson looked really well. They played really well. Derek Williams is my man of the match. Yeah, I, I want to agree with you. And a couple things I thought about Derek Williams when I was watching, he was making plays on both ends. Yes. Threatening up top in the final third, but also defending. He showed some uh, speed. Yeah. Lots and, of speed. And, and look, we're trying to pick a man of the match here based on a 30-minute segment. You're not getting the full output. And – it would be easy to just say, look, Gigi got a goal, so let's give it to him. He's going to get his fair share in season, oh, all right? Oh, yeah. So let, let's highlight some of these other guys that are getting <laughs> it done. Uh, I, I have no doubt that Gigi will be among, when we do keep our tally, he'll be among the leaders. This is like honoring your offensive line, you know? Like, if you have an opportunity to do it, definitely give them their flowers because it's not every day that it's like you want to honor the wide receivers or the running backs or the quarterback or whatever, but any chance you can honor that the center backs – that's like honoring and to your point, Yakamakis is a dynamic He's goal a scorer. We don't have to go through that, but we that can give was it to Thiago Almada. Like that every was game a situation yeah. where Williams put it on a platter for him. Mm-hmm. It required one simple touch and then a spot to find in the back of the net, and that is certainly uh, what he did. All right, when we come back, we're going to let you hear that Yakamakis goal. Certainly, some other highlights as. Well, we're going to dive into uh, a couple of different things. Uh, I still want to go back to that Firmino goal uh, when we hear that. I got a point to to prove on that one. Uh, later in the show, we're going to take your questions. So find uh, find us on Twitter, at Abe Gordon, at 92.9thegame, at GChapATL. Certainly find us and send us a, a, a question there for later in the show, or you can DM us as well. We appreciate 
all of the input along those lines. And certainly we're going to take a look around the rest of the league a little bit later here. But when we come back on the full-time report, we will get into the highlights and recap a little bit more of Atlanta United's 2-1 win over the Birmingham Legion. This is the full-time report on 92.9 The Game. That should be it. That is it. Full-time. This is the full-time report. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Full time today, 2-1 to one for Atlanta United over the Birmingham Legion. It's Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon here with the full time report. And that is the Alabama Shakes. Garrett, favorite song of yours? I love this one, man. I know. So I actually found these guys when I was in college, believe it or not. I, I used to listen to these guys when I was studying for, for exams. And they're kind of kind of catchy, man. Kind of groovy. Song called Don't Want to Fight, welcoming, welcoming us back in. Thank you very much, Dom. Again, we've got a couple questions already lined up. We appreciate those of you who have sent that. We're going to get to them in a couple of segments. Some interesting stuff. Some points that we were already going to talk about, so we might save some of those discussions for our question segment. But please continue to send it to us uh, at Abe Gordon, at GChapATL, and at 92.9 The Game. We will see your questions. All right, let's get into it. What exactly happened Today in Birmingham, uh, we're waiting for the first one to get pushed through. It took a little while, but uh, eventually in the 20th minute, Yakamakis found the back of the net. It falls to Gregerson, who flicks to Armas. Armas then returns it to Hernandez. Hernandez sending it to the penalty spot again. Flick forward to Yakamakis. Shot! Score! Boom, Yakamakis! And Atlanta United recycles a corner kick. To take the 1-0 lead in the 20th minute. I'm not going to lie, Garrett. A, a, a reserved preseason friendly level boom from Mike <laughs> Conti there. But a boom nonetheless. Yakamakis, it, look, it's nice to see in general him just kind of picking up where he left off last year. A boom's a boom, man. I mean, we talked yeah. about him specifically with uh, during the pregame show. And, and this is a guy who's finally actually had some rest I mean, believe it or not, because he, he, he transfers over from Celtic at the end of the 2023 season, that season ended around May, June-ish, and then he jumps right into bed with Atlanta United and just jumps right into the season and doesn't get an offseason at all. So it is a short offseason for, for MLS, maybe not Atlanta United necessarily, but it's like a six-week offseason. That time for him to rest was a very big deal uh, for him and for the rest of this roster. Just a couple of moments later, you got Yakamakis going boom in the 20th, but in the 22nd, it was Nick Firmino time. 
What a turn by Shondi Silva, sending it down the left wing to Nick Firmino. Edge of the 18, Firmino dribbles into the box, down to the edge of the six, Firmino, shot, score! What a goal by Nick Firmino! A player down behind the play, it's 2-0 to Atlanta United. Hopefully Silva did not pull a muscle in the build-up to that, but Firmino has given Atlanta a 2-0 lead. Just to reserve any concerns, there was no injury. He just got nicked a little bit, got kicked a little bit. Uh, but Silva was fine to continue playing after a couple minutes on the sidelines because of the new rule where if you uh, require help, you, you hold on. I, I wanted to say this, Garrett, before you jump in here mm -hmm. about the Firmino goal because I, he did exactly what I hate as I play goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. He had the goalie leaning far post, and he cut it back real nasty and just dinked it into the short side, into the near net. Um, boy, it was an outstanding finish, very well composed. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's always good to make the opposing goalie look stupid. That's exactly <laughs> what Nick Firmino did. Yeah, I mean, it's a good goal. It's a really good opportunity. To, and I want to give John Zande Fil uh, Silva his flowers for, for that turn that he had. It really set up that opportunity. He took, a, he took one on the ankle, and I know for a fact that that one probably hurt. But um, if, if it wasn't for that turn from Silva, we don't get that goal. And he set it up very nicely. So United does cling on to a 2-0 lead. Uh, the first group exits after 30 minutes of play. They are holding that 2-0 lead. Uh, the middle group comes in, uh, and a little bit of miscommunication, a little mm -hmm. bit of bad luck, but uh, Birmingham did find their way onto the scorebook, courtesy of Enzo Martinez. Here, though, is a giveaway by Dax McCarty, and it produces a shot by Martinez that deflects into the goal from distance. That is the definition of a preseason goal conceded. And Birmingham is on the board. It's 2-1. Yeah, and that is actually our final score, 2-1. Uh, Dax McCarty. Yeah, so you heard it from my Conti during the call. Dax McCarty had the, the miscommunication on the back line, the new addition, and, and he is the reason they had the turnover. And then, of course, it comes on a deflection. But those are the kinds of things that we saw a lot of from Atlanta United last year where they kind of fall asleep in the back third and something happens, you turn the ball over, something ugly happens. And it was kind of a, a nasty flashback to some of the things that we saw last season. But Dax McCarty, you need, you cannot turn the ball over in that way. And I'm not holding that over Josh Cohen's head. It was not his fault. It was, there's nothing he really could have done. It was deflected, and it goes the opposite direction. So I'm not going to blame him for that at all. That really comes from the guys in front of you letting you down. Yeah, there's no goalkeeper in the world saving that shot. And that goes to the significance importance of a couple things here. And that was, you mentioned, was your final score, 2-1. to one. Atlanta United does beat Birmingham Legion. This is the full-time report with Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon here on 92.9 The Game. So, essentially what happened is it looked like McCarty was ready to play uh, a, a restart and just kind of tapped it, and there was no one to receive the tap except yep. the defender who then turned into the attacking <laughs> player uh, and eventually got booted around, and, and that's how that played itself out. Th look, this is what happens when you bring in new players and, and they're not familiar with their teammates yet. I, I am not overly concerned, as we mentioned. We're, no. we're talking about something, a, a mishap, a miscommunication in a preseason friendly. That's why you have these games. It, it's so you can figure out where you need to improve what sort of steps you need to take to be a complete team, a complete roster. This is a learning moment for Atlanta United, um, and they will grow from it. Certainly McCarthy. Um, look, it's always good to get reminded on your screw-ups. And, and, like, we talk about that in our line of work, right? You screw up. You recognize you screw up. How long does it take before you make that same screw-up again? Mm -hmm. Years. Yeah, because it's always in your head that you made that mistake that one time. So that's not something I expect McCarthy uh, to to come across uh, anytime soon. All right, again, this is the full-time report. Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon here. We've got a couple of thoughts uh, for you next segment. Again, we've got your questions coming uh, as well here. Just send us a message uh, at GChapATL, at 92.9thegame, at Abe Gordon. We will have a, uh, a little Twitter Q&A if you will, coming up. But in our next segment, in the pregame show, in Five Stripes Countdown, Garth Lagerway joined the program. He uh, sat and chatted 
with uh, Jason Longshore and Mike Connie. We have a couple of comments from him that we want to play and get a little big-picture reaction. We'll also take a look around MLS and some of the other friendlies that took place uh, today, yesterday, and what is on tap for tomorrow. So that's what's coming up next. It is the Full-Time Report with Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon on 92.9 The Game. Nineteen eighty-four, baby. One year before I came upon this earth. Dennis Edwards. And you know who probably appreciates this song, Garrett Chapman? This is groovy, man. I bet Sam Crenshaw out there riding around loves hey. this song too. We know he's listening. Appreciate you stopping by here. Atlanta United, a two-one victor today. Goals from Yakamakis and Firmino here as they take down the Birmingham Legion. We have just gotten word back from Birmingham that Gonzalo Pineda is at the podium, so let's take a little bit of a listen to some of the comments he had in the postgame today. Uh, you spoke on Friday about wanting to see the team. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Uh, see the pressure, see him play out of mid block, kind of work out of the back. Did you like what you saw today? Some parts. I think uh, the first group was very good in the in the middle block. Some things we need to correct, but it was solid. Um, and then the second group was half and half. I think uh, at times good, at times not so good in the middle block. Uh, the last group, which is the one we've been working the less, they did a good job just to be compact in that. But uh, um, yeah, of course we haven't trained that with them that much, but they did good. So uh, play out from the back, I think again the first and the second group did better. The, the last group struggled a little bit more, which is normal. They were all kids, uh, but, uh, but no, happy with with some parts of it. But you can see that we need to improve a couple more. Was there anything that stood out as, as any of the teams doing particularly well today? Things that we did well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think when we were able to, to break the lines and, and to progress the ball from back to front, we were able to change the pace. And okay. I, it's something that we messaged and, and uh, yeah, we did quite well. Um, and then, yes, uh, the understanding and the rotation in the middle, uh, because they, they did a difficult formation in the first half. The first half it was 5-2-2-1. Two, two, so then it was difficult based on what we've been working on. So we never put them in that situation. So they figured it out pretty well. Um, and I like when we start to combine one and two touches to the middle and progress the ball forward. We had a, a couple of good sequences. So that, that was pretty good. And anything that just really needs a lot of work? Uh, <laughs> probably that middle block. We need okay. to, to reemphasize that. We haven't worked high press, like uh, pressing from goal kick and forcing them direct and a little bit of that. But we need to, again, the solid block in the middle, we were broken a couple of times. So we need to, to continue working on that. A couple of interesting things there from Gonzalo Pineda. The ability to adjust on the fly to a, a formation, both of offensively and defensively, that they had not used in practice, that they had not seen. 
certainly is is positive uh, because you know obviously when you get in season you'll be fully scouted, fully prepared for the potentials and the plans uh, of your opponent, but not so much today. So for the players to do so on the fly certainly was impressive. I know you had mentioned Steon Gregerson. He talked about the yeah. defense turning into offense. We saw a couple of runs from Gregerson uh, in that, and I know he didn't play out there today, Garrett, but we've seen plenty of that from Caleb Wiley in his young career as well. Again, uh, this is the full-time report. Abe Gordon here and Garrett Chapman as well. So a couple of things that you heard him say, something about that middle 30 minutes, that middle group that yep. caught your ear. Yeah, it's it's in particular with what you were just saying. It's it's defense turning into offense. Caleb Wiley was notably very effective at that last year. Uh, he's playing on that at that left back position. He is of course injured. He's he's not going. We're probably not going to see him until the very end of the preseason, if at all, uh, up until the Columbus match. But um, that was something that I saw today, specifically with Brooks Lennon. He was able to advance the ball forward. He created opportunities. That and Moyamba also had some really good opportunities that he, he was playing with that first group. He created in that final third. And, and seeing that from your defensive midfielders was really, really good, especially when those center backs were able to push up into that final third. They, the offense looked sound. And I know that this is going to be a strong offensive team. We talked about that during the pregame show. We know that this offense is going to be sound. They're going to score a lot of goals. But, they, but the way that they transitioned, the way that they were looking, they looked like they had some chemistry built up already. And that's something I really want to see once Shalish comes in into the roster or into the uh, the starting lineup. I want to see that chemistry in particular. So that it, there, there are some things to build on that we saw in the first 60 minutes and change of this match. Yeah, and that's going to be the difficulty uh, of kind of going through this preseason process we still have got it. We got lucky that Steon Gregerson got his visa process yeah. figured out, and he's part. So he's now into the. And I know they're training, but being on the pitch in a game situation is different. You, you'll, you, at some point, you'll welcome Bartosz Leach in there, but you still won't have Almada, who will be out with with uh, Argentina for as long as the uh, Olympic qualifiers are going on. A couple more weeks in that, so they're still going to have to be a little bit of give and take in terms of developing the chemistry with the full starting 11. Yeah, but, but specifically, Schleich is actually not practicing with the team. He's able to be at the facility, and he's pr- training and doing right. other things. He's separate from the actual he's team He's, quote, itself. getting his fitness level. He's getting his fitness level up or whatever. But whatever the whatever verbiage or, or, or whatever you want to say about it, but he's not actually practicing with the team itself. So it's that visa, whenever we see that, end up happening, I think sooner the better for Atlanta United. Yeah, again, that is going to be part of the chemistry they need to figure out and, and get settled. Hey, real quick, let's go around uh, the rest of the MLS, talk about some of the other friendlies. I don't know, not so much talk about them, but just give a quick mention of what's gone down. Uh, Austin FC and FC Cincinnati, it is to 2-1 Austin in that game. That was Miles Robinson's debut. Obviously, unfortunate to lose him here, but free agency is the process he chose, and uh, FC Cincinnati is his venue now, but he debuts for FC Cincinnati, a 2-1 loss. Uh, Charlotte and uh, Sporting KC, 3-3 draw. Charlotte was up 3-1 with 15 minutes left. They give up the lead there. Nashville and St. Louis City, a 2-2 draw. Nashville, similar to Charlotte. They were up two goals into the 75th minute, but give up the lead. A uh, 2-2 draw for Chicago and New York Red Bulls. Uh, Philly Union, N- NYC FC, 3-1 uh, Philly in that one. Uh, and then the final MLS action that took place earlier today, Vancouver Whitecaps against FKTSC. It is FKTSC with two goals after the 80th minute to take home the 2-1 to win. We've talked about a couple of other matches involving MLS teams. On Monday, you've got Inter-Miami at Al-Hilal. That's at Kingdom Maria in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, and then more so, a little bit more importantly for us here in Atlanta, let's not uh, ignore Tiago Almada. We, we mentioned it before with the Argentinian U23 squad. Uh, scored a goal the other day from the PK spot. They faced Chile on Tuesday, part of their Olympic qualifiers. All right, when we get back here, this is the full uh, this is the full time report. Abe Gordon here and Garrett Chapman. It is time to get into your questions. We've got a couple already in the queue, but if you'd like to continue and send us some more questions, feel free to do so at ninety two nine the game at GChap ATL and at Abe Gordon. When we come back, your questions. And our answers right here on 92.9 The Game. 
Tecovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity, and I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in the full-time report. Abe Gordon and Garrett Chapman here after a 2-1 to Atlanta United win over the Birmingham Legion. Lionel Richie. <laughs> Dig it? I love Lionel, man. I love it, man. We got to let it breathe for a second, man. That's great. Also, shout out to Don Jaroski with the music choices, man. He's doing a great job back there. Keeping us well, on the rails here. On someone had to make an executive report. decision to not play a certain song, but that's... We won't talk about that. We'll, we'll leave that we off the, the record if we will. That's all right. <laughs> Dom is always, as always here, he's going to be part of the family as well for Atlanta United. Of course. Uh, doing a great job back there. So it's time to go through a couple of questions that we got on the social media, mm. Garrett Chapman. We're just going to go chronologically. So let's start here. And this is a discussion we were going to have anyways, but Zero Cool on Twitter sent it to us. He's going to lead us in that direction. Uh, he asks, is Guzan the number one goalkeeper for the upcoming season? Your immediate response, Garrett Chapman, is? As of right now, yes. So uh, we talked about in the pregame show, and I think that we saw in this match, he's going to be the starter. He's going to have every opportunity to lose this job. I, I think that it's his to lose. Um, full disclosure, Josh Cohen was brought in to be the next keeper for Atlanta United if and when Guzan moves on. I mean, whether that happens this season, whether it happens during the preseason, we'll see. But Josh Cohen, I think he played pretty well today. Uh, all things considered, that rain was coming down while he was out on the pitch, and he made some good saves. He, he was put in some awkward opportunities, um, or some awkward positions, rather. He, he did concede the one goal. Again, I do not blame him for that one. It was a miscommunication. Certainly not. Yeah, certainly Dax not. McCarty turns the ball over, and, there's just, and then the ball hit a deflection. There's just nothing that he can do about that. But Brad Guzan really wasn't challenged. I don't think that we're going to see a lot. Uh, we can't really take a whole lot from that match in particular because uh, they were just in completely different situations while, while they were out there on the pitch today. But as of right now, Brad Guzan is your number one keeper on the roster. He is going to be the guy, likely, I would assume, 
uh, when they go to Athens to play their next match. Yeah, I'm going to counter you on that, Garrett. I don't think he's the number one. I also don't think he's the number two. Uh, I think they are right now just completely side-by-side, and it is up for grabs. I don't think there is a depth chart pecking order right now. I think if we had a depth chart the way a football depth chart might be written out, it would say Brad Guzan or Josh Cohen. Nothing in the second slot, and then third slot, Quentin Westberg. I do think it is a legitimate and a real competition. I don't think there is a lean. So he's not number one, but he's also not number two. But we've only had 13 days of training. so it's, And they've it's, only it's, had 30 minutes each and 30 in minutes games. each so of games. One of which didn't face an actual shot. So exactly. So that. it's hard to really draw too much of a conclusion. I say he's number one specifically because of, of the, the He's got to get beat out. Yeah, he's got to get beat you, out. Josh Cohen has to beat right. Brad Guzan, not vice versa. All right, question in from Nick. Uh, mm-hmm. Ask us, if you're going to add depth to one spot on the roster before opening day, what would you choose? So I, I pass this along to the voices of Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore, just to get their perspective on this one because obviously they, they know better than anybody uh, to, to what this team might need, at least on the outside. Uh, they said third forward. I tend to agree. Uh, well, it makes a so, lot of sense. so here's what's interesting, because we may have four different answers to this question. Sure. Because Jason Longshore said third forward. Mm-hmm. Just recently, I know you don't have your phone right there. Mike Connie chimed in and said left back. So I agree with that. those two guys have different responses. Do you say you is left back your answer? Le- so left back is my answer just because we saw I mean Caleb Wiley's injured and he's a young player. He had a very big 2023, but of course he's hurt. And behind Caleb Wiley. I really wasn't super impressed with what we saw from McBadden. He played off of his line consistently throughout this game, at least for his first 30 minutes of the match. Um, you can't do this once we get into the regular season uh, because he allowed the, the the Birmingham attack to get behind and, and outside of an offside position because he's playing off of the line. That is unacceptable when you cannot let that happen during a regular season match when you're seeing a much better attack than what you would see from Birmingham. So left back is is easy serious concern just as far as depth just as far as depth goes. Caleb Wiley is going to be your starter. He's going to he's just hurt right now. We're not going to see him until I mean, probably two three weeks. And for me, knowing that Tiago Almada is involved with Argentina, knowing that the Olympics are coming, and assuming they qualify, he'll be involved. I'd like to see another midfielder because he's going to be away from the team for a good portion of the summer. And, but that's the other thing is if Tiago Almada does move on, they're going to go get another. I, I wasn't even talking about him moving on. I meant okay. just be as, as he will be part of the Olympics. Yeah, and Lobjanitsa is probably going to be that guy who who comes in and holds that role. He's probably your number two at that spot. Um, Et Etienne is is also a guy who can play that number ten role. Obviously, it's going to be a step down from what you have from Tiago Almada, but you know he's the golden boy of this team. He is the best player on our squad. And we continue with the questions online, social media. Elliot asked us, uh, this was an interesting one as well, yeah. which player were you least impressed by today? I'll let you go first. Dax McCarty. He is, obviously, he's not going to be an everyday player, the 36-year-old who just comes down from Nashville. I wasn't super impressed with what I saw. Um, he had the offensive opportunity in that second period, uh, that second 30-minute block. He had a chance to score. He had a chance to give us a, a 3-0 lead. And he missed that opportunity. He was right in front of goal, and he has two defenders in front of him. You've got to put that ball in the back of the net. I know you're a defensive midfielder. That's not really what you're coming in here to do. But what you are coming in here to do is not give the ball away. And he did that. I understand he's learning how to play with new teammates. I'm not going to bury him for that. I wasn't really impressed with what we saw from Dax McCarty. I want to see something better, but he is a leader on this team. I think he's going to be an effective addition Overall, moving forward. And the guy I was least impressed by, Garrett, is the third goalkeeper, Quentin Westberg. I'm not really sure what he was trying to do. Uh, a lot of, of of goal kicks were played to him, not from him, and he was to restart the action. Uh, there were a couple of moments where he got a little too cute with the, uh, with the feet, including one that probably should have been a goal, if we're being honest. I know... Birmingham was unable to cut the uh, the sharp angle, but uh, a better striker, an MLS-quality striker, finishes that. Yeah. It would have been a goal. And, and look, the, 
this is not a guy who's in his first action. This is a guy that's a veteran, has been experienced. He should know better. Uh, and same thing as you said, though. We're, we're not killing these guys no. for a mistake in a 30-minute window of their performance today. But uh, just, just be a little little season. cleaner, right? A little quicker, a yeah. little cleaner. Uh, but uh, Quentin Westberg did look a little shaky. And again, it has nothing to do with his goalkeeping skills. Uh, that wasn't part of it at all. Uh, it was just about uh, his performance with his feet. All right, this is the full-time report. Abe Gordon here and Garrett Chapman over there. When we come back, one last little stretch. We're going to go back to what happened during Five Stripes Countdown, and what we're referring to is Garth Lagerway sat down with Jason Longshore and Mike Conti. Got a couple of comments from uh, from Garth about the future of this team, kind of big picture stuff. Going to get Garrett's thoughts and my thoughts on that, and also set the stage for the upcoming schedule for Atlanta United. Again, this is the full-time report. It was a 2-1 to win for Atlanta United over the Birmingham Legion right here on 92.9 The Game. Welcome back in final couple of minutes here on the full-time report. It is Abe Gordon and Garrett Chapman right here after an Atlanta United 2-1 victory, their first preseason victory, opening things up here against the Birmingham Legion. Got a couple of orders of business here to get through before we wrap things up. Again, mention that we are going to dive into a couple of comments that Garth Lagerway made mm -hmm. in, in the uh, Five Stripe Countdown. We'll do that. But first, before we get there, Garrett, a lot of preseason friendly still to go for Atlanta United. What is on tap both for United and, uh, in general, what uh, will be on 92.9 the game as well? By the way, before I do that, I mean, Boondocks, does that technically count as Birmingham? I guess it kind of does. I mean, we'll see. I love that song, Little Big Town. Big fan. Big fan I'm of that one. I'm doing what I can, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don Trotsky, of course, taking, taking care of us with the music. We love what he does for us. But Atlanta United, they are heading out to Athens to the Turner Sports Complex at the University of Georgia on February 3rd where they take on Memphis 901. That's actually a squad that eliminated them from the U.S. Open Cup last year in a 2-1 uh, loss to Memphis 901. And then we're going to see them again on February 3rd, coming up next weekend. Then it's off to Tampa Bay. Three close to the public matches. So you can get tickets for that February 3rd match. I encourage everyone to head on out to Athens and, and go check that match out. But then when they go down to Tampa, the three matches that they have down there are close to the public, but you will be able to listen to them right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. February 7th, Montreal. February 10th, Tampa Bay Rowdies. And then February 17th, Sporting KC, and of course, this is all in the lead-up to the first match of the season against the defending MLS Cup champions, Columbus, or excuse me, uh, Cincinnati, FC Cincinnati. So there you have it. That is what's coming up on tap for Atlanta United coverage right here on 92.9 The Game. Garth Lagerway, the mm -hmm. Atlanta United president and CEO, joined Mike Connie and Jason Longshore uh, in the pregame show, the Five Stripes Countdown. Had some interesting comments we want to revisit, maybe expound upon a little big picture look. But uh, Lagerway had some uh, very interesting thoughts on the building of the roster uh, and some of the changes that have gotten the team prepared for this 2024 season. I would pair it with the summer and say I think you're seeing our plan emerge. So we wanted to, we wanted, as you said, to focus on the spine. We wanted to focus on prime age players. 24 to 29 are prime age players, and that's when they're at their physical peaks and oftentimes have enough experience, enough minutes, enough games where that's the top of their career. Not to say guys can't play well beyond that, um, but uh, 24 to 29 where it is. We addressed offense in the summer. We addressed defense now in the winter. I would say we're, in my estimation, about 75% optimized now from a contract standpoint. A little bit more to go yet, but we're getting there. Yeah, and of course, that, that, this, that summer transfer window was a big, big deal for this team. Tristan Miyamba is, is really the biggest one that I'm pointing to there. He, when he came in, you Total really? difference maker in the midfield, uh, in the attack, defense, but more so in the attack. The final third, his creativity in the final third is so dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's what opens things up for Almada and Yakamakis. You're, you're dead on, Garrett. He was so important to have what you would call kind of like a second-half resurgence yeah. a little bit for Atlanta United. 
and he's going to be coming back, of course, and he's going to be paired with uh, with Schlich, who I think is going to be a really, really important pe- person. Th- th- that number six has has kind of been a vacant position on this roster, um, that defensive midfielder, since Darlington Nagby left in 2019. And it's been a bit of a revolving door at that position, but Bartosz Schlich is brought, was brought in specifically for that role um, he's been very effective there, and he's going to play along. He's replacing Mateus Rossetu, and he's going to play alongside of Tristan Muyamba to allow him to push up the field. And that positioning and IQ is something that's going to be very important. His ability to win the ball is equally as important because you have that backline defender. Additionally, you look at that backline, replacing Miles Robinson, Stian Gregerson is somebody who I am. Fascinated to watch. He's a big player, and he has a lot of physicality. And one thing that we saw today that really stood out to me is his ability to extend plays and flash down the sideline, I think is the, the adjective that Mike Conte used. He has some speed. He's six foot four. It looks like he's, he can get down that sideline at about five or six steps. He flashed that today in just 30 minutes. But he looked calm, cool, and collected, and that's exactly what you want to see from your center back. Yeah, a little bit of old school from Steon Gregerson. What I mean by that is we're going streaking down the right sideline <laughs> is what happened for a couple of runs in that game. Uh, I'm not sure Conti called it exactly like that, but I think you get the drift. Uh, a couple of other things, and Garrett, you and I, just real quick, are very high on the potential for Atlanta mm-hmm. United this season. We both think they can get into the top four. We both think there's potential for them to lead the league in goals scored. But one thing that has to change, and it's kind of two things. You mentioned the defense needs to shore up, but also – the performance on the road needs to be a little yes. bit better. And Garth Lagerway also told Mike Connie and Jason Longshore a little bit about trying to shore up their performance and finding the one thing that you want to see, consistency. What we wanted to put into the culture a little bit more was, can we play consistently no matter the atmosphere, no matter where the, the game was? And so by holding that first camp at home and then going to Birmingham and going to Athens, um, obviously there's a there's a, uh, a audience-building component to that in terms of trying to, to increase our fan base, but it's also a competitive aspect to it where we're trying to put our guys in uh, hostile environments and help them grow and help them be consistent where we're going to play the same on the road as we did at home. Um, you know, we can win on grass, same as we can win on turf, but just establish that as that just consistency because the reality is if we were a contending team at home, we were not on the road, and that's what we have to fix going into this year. But it's if you just fix that thing, you're going to be in pretty good shape pretty quickly. Yeah, and that home and road discrepancy is pretty glaring when you look at their 2023 record. 10-3-4 at home versus 3-6-8 on the road in 2023. It was uh, pretty ineffective whenever they had to go on the road, and that's something that – and honestly, that's a, a, a testament – to all of the great fans that reside in this city. Mercedes-Benz Stadium is one of the most difficult places to play in all of Major League Soccer, and I think that's reflected in that score total. But they have to be more effective on the road if they want to be one of those top four teams when they go into the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. This is the full-time report. Abe Gordon here along with Garrett Chapman. We'll be with you as part of the broadcast crew for every Atlanta United game. We'll be hosting the Five Stripes Countdown beforehand. And then as you're witnessing now, the full-time report on the backside of things. It's going to be a little bit different this year because we are going to have a lot more involvement of Mike uh, Conti, Jason Longshore for home games. Uh, maybe set up uh, some fun stuff for you on that aspect of things, but we'll make sure they're involved in road games as well, interviews uh, and thoughts. Obviously, we texted them, got some thoughts for one of the fan questions today as well. Before we wrap up and, and chat uh, just briefly, Garrett, um, your overall takeaways and final thoughts. It is a 2-1 win for Atlanta United over the Birmingham Legion. Yakamakis in the 20th, mm-hmm. Nick Firmino in the 22nd minute. Uh, an ugly touch from Dax McCarty leads to an easy goal deflected by Enzo Martinez. That's your final score, 1-2-1 Atlanta United mm-hmm. takes down the Birmingham Legion. You saw this game kind of play out uh, in, in into uh, uh, threes, right? 30 minutes of the first team, the second team, and then the young kids. But overall, your takeaways for a 2-1 preseason win. Uh, it's hard to really take too much away from from this one. You, you have 60 minutes of your starters, or at least a blend of your first and second team guys in the first 60 minutes of this match. So it's hard to really take too much away because... Look, your, your starters played 30 minutes, and then they're off the pitch. And after that, it's you have your second-teamers in. 
I did like what I saw from the whole group, honestly. And even going down to the, the effectively your U-17s that were out there, your academy players, they played with physicality, they played with toughness, and they did not back down from a, a more experienced side in Birmingham. But the starters look calm, cool, and collected. And that goes from all, all thirds of the field. Your final third was Stan Gregerson and, and Derek Williams. I, I was really impressed with what they did on the back half. Um, and then your midfield played well. They created chances. Brooks Lennon created chances. Trista Miyamba created chances. And they finished. And that was something that we really like to see from Yorgos Yakamakis. We get a boom, Yakamakis. And whenever we get a boom, Yakamakis, that's a good day. Now, I'm going to take the easy way out with this answer because it, it, it backs up what I had said before the game. The biggest and most important aspect of what we're going to see today is make sure you've got everyone healthy when you leave the pitch, and that is the mm-hmm. case. I know there was a small scare. I think it was Shonde Silva maybe yes. got kicked. He had to leave the field for a couple of moments, but uh, everyone seemingly comes out of this game healthy uh, despite the climate and, and the unexpected weather uh, it, through the middle portions of this game, some heavy rainfall, uh, but everyone does come out of that healthy. I think that's what's most important as you build towards the season opener. A couple preseason games left, as we've already mentioned. The first of which, which will come in a week's time, Saturday afternoon, right here on 92.9 The Game. It is Atlanta United and Memphis 901. Going to be a modified pregame show uh, with some the, due to the programming leading mm-hmm. into that. But certainly Mike and Jason will have the entire call for you. And you and I will have some semblance of a pregame uh, show there. So looking forward to that in a week's time. For Dom... We appreciate him, as always, Jason and Mike, with an outstanding call uh, in some tough conditions, both physically and visually. Uh, That is Garrett Chapman. I am Abe Gordon. We will be here with you all season as part of the Atlanta United broadcast crew, both for Five Stripes Countdown and, of course, right here for the full-time report. And again, your final score today. It is Atlanta United 2-1 over the Birmingham Legion. Yakamakis and Firmino with your goals. That will do it. For Garrett Chapman, I am Abe Gordon. This has been the full-time report on 92.9 The Game. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.